You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. Together with right attitude, servanthood, and humility, the fourth ingredient in true leadership is sacrifice. Listen to how Jesus exemplified this in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Tutuloy po natin yung atin pong series and this will be, this is the last week ng atin pong uh, unpopular series. It talks about the leader, leadership and we are basing our concept of leadership on the example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kaya ngayon po ang susunod nating pag-aaralan is about sacrifice. Sabi natin, sacrifice. Ulitin natin, sacrifice. Yan. Kaya po nakikita ng Lord yung mga sacrifice nyo pagka pumipila kayo dyan sa labas. Nakikita po namin kung paano kayo nahihirapan. Pero lahat po ng bagay ay mayroong magandang ibubunga. Amen? Alright. So, Kung pagka narinig po yung sanitang sacrifice, ano po papasok sa isipan ninyo? Ha? Wala. Wala? Okay? Medyo hirap, di ba? Parang, wow, sacrifice! Kaya nga, dahil sa kaiba-ibang isipan na tatungkol sa sacrifice, misan nagiging simple na lamang yung kanilang pananaw at o kaya misan nagiging mali. Halimbawa, kapag ka pinag-usapan yung chess, pag sinabi sacrifice, sino naglalaro ng chess dito? Wala Baka puro sungka nilalaro ninyo. Okay. Yung mga naglalaro ng chess, alam mo, ibig sabihin na sacrifice. Okay? Yung pony pina, pinapakain, parang sa ganun, ikaw ay manalo. Makagawa ka ng strategy mo, ng move mo. So you have to sacrifice your, uh, one of your, ano, yun nga, yung phone mo. Okay? Pero hindi po yan yung ating pag-aaralan, hindi tungkol dyan. Okay? Hindi ba iniisip yung animal sacrifice? Alam natin yan, even in the Old Testament, may mga animal sacrifice. Okay, just to appease different gods. Okay? Hindi rin huyan ang pag-aaralan natin, although that is also being called sacrifice. Iba naman, pag sinabing sacrifice, they think of losing. Pagkatalo. Ako nagsakripisyo, kaya tayo talo. Hindi rin huyan yung ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito. But we are going to discuss about sacrifice in the context of leadership with the example of Jesus Christ. Kaya inanayahan ko po kayong lahat at tumayo tayong lahat at basahin natin sa Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. Okay. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Let's bow down our head. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit, for being in this place. We just ask you, Father God, to move mightily in our midst. Samahan mo po kami. Bigyan mo po kami ng lubusang pagunawa sa iyong mga salita. Mangusap ka sa bawat isa at ang pangalan lamang ni Jesus ang aming maitanghal sa oras na ito. Itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ako po tayong lahat. Okay. Kaya po sinabi ko that Jesus Christ is the greatest leader is because one of the reasons is because of the sacrifice that He made. And the Bible says, He Himself, sabi rito, He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Yung sakripisyo ginawa ng Panginoong Isus ay hindi lang sakripisyo na pagbibigay ng panahon, pagbibigay ng oras, o pagbibigay ng pera o ng resources. But ang pagsasakripisyo ginawa ni Jesus ay pagsasakripisyo ng Kanyang sariling buhay, bagamat Siya ay Diyos, nag-anyong tao, at Siya po ay namuhay na kasama natin, naging alipin, hanggang sa naging masunurin, nagpakumbaba, hanggang sa mamatay doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Ang sakripisyo ni Jesus ay 
hindi po kayang tumbasan ng sino man. That's why when we talk about sacrificial leadership, wala na pong mas hihigit pa sa ating Panginoong Yesus. Now, ano ba ibig sabihin ng sacrifice? Sacrifice is giving up of something valued. Kapag ka may ibinigay ka na isang bagay na mahalaga sa'yo, sinakripisyo mo, nasasaktan ka. Kasi pag sinakripisyo mo yung isang bagay na hindi ka naman talaga nasaktan, eh wala akong sacrifice dun eh. Okay? Nagsabi ka, pagka nagbigay ka, sa offering lang, pag nagbigay ka ng bariya-bariya mo, walang sacrifice dun. Kasi mag-aang sa'yo yun eh. Pero pagka nag-give up ka ng something na mahalaga sa'yo, yun talaga yung tunay na sacrifice. Now, in leadership, sabi ni John Maxwell, when he talk about the law of sacrifice, a leader must give up to go up. In one way or the other, bawat isa sa atin, we are playing a role of leadership. It could be in your school, in your family, you may be parents and you are playing that role as a leader. Or in your company, you may be a supervisor, manager, vice president, president, or in your barangay, you may be a barangay chairman or barangay tanod. Or wag lang barangay tagay. Okay? Now, may iba-iba tayong role na ginagampanan sa buhay natin at kailangan maintindihan natin yung prinsiping ito ng leadership about the law of sacrifice. A leader must go up, must give up to go up. Now, pag-aaralan po natin sa oras na ito yung example ng ating Panginoong Isos, yung experience na naranasan niya doon sa Garden of Gethsemane. Ito po yung makikita sa Matthew chapter 26. Yan po yung itsura ng Garden of Gethsemane. At yung pong nasa taas doon, ito, yan po yung bunga ng olive. Mga nakikita po ninyo mga puno dyan, mga olive tree po yan. Okay? At yung bunga ng olive tree ay yun. Okay? Now, dyan po, ang Panginoong Isus ay nagpunta, patapos po ang Passover, kasama yung kanyang mga disipulo. Sa Passover po, ito po yung tinatawag na Last Supper. Sila po ay, in a way, para si nag-Holy Communion po sila. At pagkatapos, sila ay dumako rito sa Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus with His disciples. At matapos po yung eksena dyan, si Jesus pa ay huhulihin ng mga Roman soldiers kasama po yung nagbitray sa kanya na walang iba kundi si Judas. Kaya, let us capture this moment in Matthew chapter 26, what really took place. At paano natin mararamdaman yung bawat sandali na kung saan ang Panginoong Isus ay nagkaroon ng pagsasakripisyo sa kanyang buhay. Now, yung Garden of Gethsemane po, pagka sinabing Gethsemane, ang ibig sabihin po nito is olive press o kaya oil press. Okay? Dahil yung olive ay pinadadaan sa isang matinding pressure para lumabas yung kanyang mantika. So more or less, symbolical or metaphorical yung Garden of Gethsemane when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ because it was into that place that Jesus experienced such a tremendous pressure. Okay, now, pag-aaralan po natin una is the moment of sorrow ni Jesus. Dito po sa Matthew 26, verse 26, 36 to 38, ang sabi rito, Then Jesus went with His disciples to a place called Gethsemane. Sabihin nga po ninyo, Gethsemane. Okay? And He said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. 
So ang Panginoong Yesus, nagsama siya ng tatlong disipulo niya who were supposed to serve as his intercessors. Okay? Sabi niya kasi, stay here, keep watch with me. And that is in the context of prayer. Hindi lang yung watch na panonoorin siya. Okay? I-discern nila, titignan nila ko yung mga bagay na magaganap dahil nasa crucial moment na po sila sa mga sandaling ito. And this moment is a moment of sorrow for Jesus. Now, the Bible says, He began to be sorrowful and troubled. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng being sorrowful and troubled? Now, Ibaring iba sa inyo nagkaroon ng karanasan na sinabi ng doktor, halimbawa, uh, iya o iyo, ang buhay mo ay may taning na. Tatlong buwang ka na lang na mabubuhay. Ano po ang kaya ang mararamdaman ninyo kapag ka narinig nyo yung ganong bagay? Ha? Oh, praise the Lord! <laughs> Gagano ba magiging reaction ninyo? Mabibigla kayo. Sorrowful. Si Jesus, alam niya from the very beginning kung ano yung mga bagay na dadaanan niya. Kaya sinabi ko kanina, after this sin, Jesus would be captured by the Roman soldiers. Sisimula na siyang hampasin ng bakal na katad, tatlumpot siyang nalatay, at bawat hampas sa kanyang katad ay may apat na Katad na ganyan, ng parang bakal, na kapag inampas sa kanyang katawan, sumasama pag yung kanyang laman kapag ito ay hinila. Alam na Yesus na siya ilalagyan ng koronang tinik at hindi ito ilalagay ng dahan-dahan. Ito'y talagang tinik. At kapag isinagay sa kanyang uloy, dadaloy ang dugo, dadaloy ang tubig. Alam na Yesus na siya titirahin ng sibat sa kanyang tagiliran, lalabas ang dugo at ang tubig. Parurusahan siya, magbubuhat siya ng krusi, papakong kanyang mga kamay at ipapakong kanyang mga paa hanggang sa ito ang magdudulot ng kamatayan sa kanya. Ako niyang ibig kong sabihin. So ang dadaanan ni Jesus, hindi lang siya yung sinabi na may sakit ka at ikaw ay mamamatay na. Hindi. Alam ni Jesus, higit pa doon ang kanyang dadanasin. Why? Dahil bahagi iyon ng pagsasakripisyong gagawin niya para sa kaligtasan ng bawat isa sa atin. So could you imagine si Jesus, alam na niya ang mangyayari sa kanya and He was in human flesh. Okay? Laman na laman si Jesus, siya ay nagugutom, siya ay nasasaktan, okay? Siya ay taong-tao at that moment. Okay? Hindi siya ala Superman na hindi tinatabla ng kahit na ano. Okay? So sabi ganun, He began to be sorrowful and troubled. I would like you to imagine how sorrowful Jesus was how troubled he was. And that's why I'm giving you basic illustration. Bagamat alam ko yung mga illustration ko ay kulang para ipahayag sa inyo kung gaano kasorrowful si Jesus sa mga pagkakataong yun. Iset aside na natin yung alam niyang ididinay siya ni Peter ng tatlong beses. Iset aside mo na rin yung siya ay pagtataksila ni Judas. Di ba napakasakit kapag may best friend ka pagkatapos ay pinagtaksilang ka? Di ba? Masakit ko yun. Pero iset aside na natin yung mga bagay na yun. But yung dadaanan niya, hirap. Now, usually kapag nakarinig ka ng isang balita na isang tao ginahasa yung isang bata at pagkitaas ay pinatay, ano ang nararamdaman ninyo? Gagalit, right? Indignation. You experience divine indignation. Gusto parusahan niyang makasalanan na yan. Diba? You know what? 
isang tao pa lamang yun, kasalanan pa lang ng isang tao, ang inaisip na natin siya, dapat patayin, dapat siyang parusahan. Alam nyo ba kung ano ang idinagan kay Jesus? Hindi lang kasalanan ng isang tao, kundi kasalanan ng buong sangkatauhan. The punishment of our sin from the past generation, from the current generation during His time, and for the future generation, and still the sins of those who would still be would still be born in this earth. Yung kasalanan ng nakalipas, kinabukasan at susunod na henerasyon, yung kasalanan, lahat ng yun ay idinagan kay Jesus sa mga pagkakataong yun. At yun ang pinakadakilang sakripisyo na ginawa ni Jesus. Yung kunin ang lahat ng kasalanan ng sangkatauhan para imbis na tayo ang magdusa, inako ni Jesus yung kamatayang hindi naman dapat sa Kanya. Siya ang nagbayad ng utang na hindi naman niya utang. So kung isang taong nagkasala, nasasabi natin sa kanya, dapat siyang mamatay, dapat siyang Ang kaparusahan ay idinagan lahat kay Jesus. Ganun po kabigat. Could you imagine that? Now, sinabi natin kanina, yung Garden of Tsitsimani, ang ibig sabihin oil press or olive press. Okay? Sa Israel po, nakakita po kami ng ganito. Okay? Makikita po ninyo na itong malaking ito, nagpo-provide siya ng pressure sa mga olive fruits na nilalagay dito. Ito yan. Mga olive fruits ito. Okay? At ito, makikita niyo itong may asno rito, umiikot yan, nakatali sa kanya, umiikot yan, para nang sa ganun, madurog lahat niyong mga olive fruits. Okay? That's a picture of what happened to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ won extreme pressure, trouble. Yung mga olive fruits, kapag ina-apply ng malaking pressure yun, nilalagyan ng malaking pressure yun, paulit-ulit na dumadaan, nagkakasang ma-squeeze ng ma-squeeze na ma-squeeze at may lalabas na tinatawag na olive oil. Alam niyo yung olive oil? Okay. Saan galing yung olive oil? Oh, galing, galing. <laughs> Sa olive fruits, Okay. Hindi siya lalabas, walang lalabas na orange doon. Do you agree? Anong lalabas doon? Very good. Dahil galing na yan, nandoon na mismo yan, doon sa may fruits na yun, kapag inapplyan mo ng pressure, lalabas lang kung ano yung bagay na meron na doon. Anyan po kayo. Pag orange, in-squeeze mo anong lalabas? Di ba pwedeng pineapple juice? Anong lalabas? Orange juice. Dahil dati na yung juice na yun ay naroon. Now, Jesus Christ became like that of olive, like the olive fruit. Inaplayan siya ng pressure. Matinding pressure. Ayun ko po sa inyo kung nakaranas niya na kayong ma-pressure. All I know, not only in terms of leadership, but in our ordinary life, if you would like to bring out the best and the worst for particular person, apply pressure. If you would like to bring out the best and even the worst in a person, apply pressure. Lalabas. Nasubukan nyo nang ma-pressure, anong nangyayari sa inyo? Aminin yung totoo. Aminin. <laughs> Nagagalit ka. Umiinit ang yong ulo. Why? Who, di- who made the decision na uminit ang ulo mo? 
Ikaw. Galing sa'yo yun. Hindi galing sa labas yun. Yung oil, hindi galing yun sa labas, galing yun doon sa my fruits of olive. Adyan po kaya. Pinalabas kay Jesus kung ano yung bagay na meron siya, inapplyan ng pressure. Kasi alam niyo, sa totoo lang, ako nakaranas na rin ako ma-pressure. Lalo na kapag nagmamadali kang mag-drive. Pagkatapos, traffic. Tapos nakaganyan ng sikat ng araw. Pagkatapos, may sisingit pa sa'yo, may kakat sa'yo yung ganon. Nang muntik-muntik ka ng mababangga, ano ang nangyayari sa'yo? Sino rito nagda-drive? Taas ang kamay. Para wala nang gusto umami na nagda-drive na sila. Aminin natin tayong mga nagda-drive. Iinit yung ulo mo. And how many times I repented right after the incident? Oh God. Ipinakita lang ni Lord sa akin kung ano yung bagay na meron pa ako na dapat tumusuko sa Kanya. The reason why God sometimes allow pressures to come into your life is for you to see your worst. So you can repent and ask God once again to sanctify you. So alam mo ngayon yung area ng kahinaan mo. Adyan kayo. Sino yung nakaranas dito may pang- meron kang ba- o tinding bibilin o babayaran pero wala kang pera? Matinding pressure yan. Pagkatapos nagkakatuka na lahat sa bahay mo, kuryente ho, o upas sa bahay, o bayad sa tubig, lahat kusang nagdadatingan. Tinding pressure. Tapos hindi ka makabahay, naputulang ka pa ng kuryente. Eh, summer ngayon. Matinding pressure yan. Parang gusto mo lang magwala. If you would like to bring out the worst and the best in the life of a person, apply pressure. Lalabas yon Now, kaya pinapayagan ng Diyos yun. Una, pinalalabas sa atin kung ano yung masama pa sa bagay natin para maisuko natin kay Lord. Right? Ano ko nandun pa pala? Magagalitin pa pala ako. Nako, mahilig pa rin pala ako magtanim ng samano. Bakit? Kasi dumaan ka sa ganun. Hindi mo alalaman yun eh unless you go through the pressure. Amen? Kayo mag-asawa, ayaw ninyong mag-away. Lalo na kung malilit lang yung issue. Pero hindi may iwasan, misang may mga maliliit na issue na nag-aaway kayo. And you respond negatively. Then that is a realization for you na hindi pa tapos si Lord sa inyo. Yung area na yun ang buhay na dapat niyong isurrender kay Lord. Andyan po kayo? Now, if you have the right character at ikaw inapplyan ng pressure, yung character na yun ay lalabas at lalabas. That good character of yours will just come out yon ay galing sa iyo. Si Jesus inaplayan ng matinding pressure. Alam niya kuhulihin na siya. The entire sin of humanity was upon His shoulder. Yung mga inaasahan niyang magsusupport sa kanya, mag-i-intercede sa kanya, anong ginagawa? <laughs> Natutulog. Natutulog yung mga disciples. Pero ang Panginoong Jesus, lumabas yung the best sa kanya. You know what? Anong kanyang ginawa? When he was sorrowful, he went to the presence of the Father and Jesus Christ prayed. Na parang in-squeeze si Jesus, ngunit ang lumabas ay Espiritu pa rin ng Diyos. He was the Son of God, but when he was squeezed, ang lumabas is the holiness of the Son of God. 
He never responded negatively. He responded positively. Si Jesus, sa panahon na siya ay nahihirapan, he went. When he was experiencing overwhelming sorrow, he allowed himself to be overwhelmed by the presence of the Father God. Is that the way we respond in our lives? O pagka may problema, guwawala ka na. Lahat ng makita mo, sinisipa mo, pati si Muning nadadamay. Di ba? Parang, ha, huwag na ka lang kala. May nitulok ka. Kasi, maraming may problema, may pinagdadaara, kaya nagbubulungan yung mga nasa tabi mo. Ano kaya nangyayari dyan? Siguro may pinagdadaanan yan. Baka mga ginulpin na naman ng asawa yan, o kaya baka mamaya, eh, ganito na naman. So, ang mga tao sa paligid hindi mo alam, nag-uusap-usap na because they see, they smell the negative things in you. But you know what? Lumabas yung the best kay Jesus when He, when he experienced such tremendous pressure. Hebrews 5 verses 8 to 9. Son though He was, He learned obedience, say obedience, from what He suffered. And once made perfect, He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey Him. Alam natin si Jesus perfect na. Pero in-squeeze siya, mas lalong lumabas yung kanyang perfection. Are you there? Sabi natin kanina, sanggaling yung mantika, doon sa may olive fruit. Hindi galing yung mantika sa labas, galing yung mantika na naroon sa olive fruit, inapplyan lang ng pressure kaya lumabas kung ano yung laman ng olive fruit. Amen? Si Jesus, inapplyan ng pressure, ang lumabas sa kanya, is the holiness of the Son of God. He responded positively. Kaya sabi ko rin, once made perfect, He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey Him. And it was necessary for Jesus Christ na lumabas yung bagay na nasa loob sa kanya, inapplyan siya ng pressure. Ang tanong kasi, pwede ba siyang magkasala? Remember si Satanas, okay, ilang beses siyang tinukso. Isa sa mga tuksong binigay sa kanya, gawin mo nga itong bato na tinapay sa mga panong nagugutom na siya. Bakit siya tinutukso? Dahil sa isipan ni Satanas, alam niya magagawa niyang tukso si Jesus because Jesus ay nasa laman. Are you there? And the devil would always attack you in the area of your weakness. That's why you need to surrender your weakness to God. As Jesus in a plan of pressure, ang lumabas is the holiness of God in Him. He responded positively. Instead, nung magreklamo siya, instead na ayoko na, ayoko na, He went to the presence of the Father and He prayed. How do you respond to the pressures of life? Do you come to God in prayer? and rely on the greater strength of God or just rely on your own strength. Yung iba pag nararatil, sariling diskarte. Diba? Lord, santabi ko muna, diskarte ko na to. Ako nang bahala dito. Then you try to manipulate people now. You try to to manage your own situation outside of God's will dahil sarili mo nang diskarte. Lord, at tagal-tagal po nang nag-pray, hanggang ngayon, hindi mo pa rin sinasagot yung prayer ko. Ako nang bahala. Lord, tagal-tagal ko na nagpipreg, ngayon wala pa rin akong asawa, kahit sino na dyan. You try to do it your way, nagiging parang si Frank Sinatra. You do it your way. 
That's exactly what we used to do. Kapag tayo ay nailalagay sa pressure, but Jesus, lumabas lang yung holiness sa Kanya. And it was necessary, I said. Why? Because eventually, when we receive Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, sa buhay natin, magmamanifest sa buhay natin yung tunay na change life, the way Jesus Christ responded to the situation, we can also experience it that we will respond positively because God has changed us. That's why you can say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Why? Because si Jesus na nagtagumpay sa lahat ng mga pressures ng buhay, nasa sa puso mo na. There is no reason why you cannot succeed. There's no reason why you will fail in your life. You just have to put your faith in Jesus. Amen. Yun po yung dahilan. Dahil eventually tatanggapin mo si Jesus sa puso mo, siya yung magpapalakas sa'yo. Jesus worked that in sa buhay natin. So we can work it out. Magagawa natin ngayon mag-respond positively dahil nagawa yun ni Jesus at si Jesus ay nasa puso natin. Are you there? Are you getting my point? Now, ano po yung mga lessons na matututunan natin dito? A great leader is one who is willing to sacrifice his personal interest for the good of the others. That's exactly what Jesus Christ did. Pwede niyang wag ibigay yung kanyang sarili but because he is a great leader, mas isinakripisyo niya yung kanyang personal na interest para mabigyan tayo ng kaligtasan. There is no success without sacrifice. Greater task entails greater sacrifice. Kung mga naghahangad ng mga mas nakilag tagumpay, wala akong tagumpay na nakuha instantly. Ito yung lagi pinaghihirapan. Yung mga estudyante narito, mag-aaral kayo mabuti. Because that will also determine what lies ahead of you. Kung tatamad-tamad ka ngayon and expect mo magiging billionaire ka later on, it, it won't work that way. Amen? If you would like success, greater success, you need to make some sacrifices now. Greater sacrifices. There is no success without sacrifice. And greater task entails greater sacrifice. Much is given, much is required. Another lesson, the leader's real, charac- the leader's real character is being put to test under pressure. So, determine nyo, kayo ba ay under pressure ngayon? Before you do anything, go to the Father's presence first and pray. Trials and pressure should build us, not tear us down. That should be our response. Kapag may trials and pressure, ibis na tayo yung mawasak, matira, bilang mananampalataya, mas lalong tumaas pa yung pananampalataya dahil kukonekta ka sa Diyos na buhay. Because you know that apart from Him, you can do nothing. Amen? James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Kaya alam nyo, pagka may mga trials of many kinds, pag hindi ka pumasaw, nawala yung perseverance, ay, mind you, dadaan uli kayo doon. Yung problemang nakasalubong mo, because nawalan ka ng perseverance, babalik uli, mararanasan mo uli. Why? Kasi ang sabi ron, let perseverance finish its work. Ay, hindi mo finish-finish. Dahil reklamo ka ng reklamo. Complain ka ng complain. Parang nagre-rebel ka kayo, Lord, sa ito yung magkakaroon ka ng problema. Lord, sa'yo mo, ala ka ba, pagkakasyan na ako, wala ng problema. Ba't ang kakaroon ako ng problema? 
we used to complain. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Remember that our character is even more important than our success. Let's see the moment of struggle of Jesus. Sabi po rin sa may verse 29 ng Matthew 26, or verse 39, Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Parang tatakay, bakit kaya ganyan yung panalangin ni Jesus? Yung kopang binabanggit dito, yung kopang ng pagdurusa, kung kopang ng kanyang kamatayan. And it was not an instant death. It's a process of death. Torture po, halos torture yung ginawa kay Jesus eh. Hindi po yung pagkabinaril kay isa, buti pa kayo binaril ng isang beses eh. Bulagta agad, patay agad, wala lang paghihirap. Eh si Jesus, talagang dadaanan yung proseso ng kamatayan because of its significance. Kaya sa kanyang sarili, kung pwede sana, wag lang dumaan, huwag ka nang inumin. Yung kopang ito, lumagpas na sa akin. But he would still say, yet not as I will, but as you will. Natanungin natin yung ating sarili. Dumating nyo ba sa sandali na nagtatalo yung puso natin? Na may pinapagawa si Lord sa atin, ang hirap, kasi meron kang bagay na isang sakripisyo. Amen? In many of my counseling sessions, naka-encounter ako ng isang taong ng, nagpapa-counsel. This is not here. Sabi niya, Pastor, mahal na mahal ko siya, paano ko siya i-give up? Dapat mong i-give up kasi may asawa ka na. Isa-isa lang, mahinang kalaban. Ah, parang hindi niya maintindihan sabi niya, pero kasi mas mahal ko to kaysa sa asawa ko eh. Yes, but God said, Thou shall not commit adultery. Hirap na hirap siyang gumawa ng isip ng isip. Kasi ang sacrifice po, mayroon kang bagay na i-give up na something na mahalaga sa iyo. Right? Kahit naman marami sa atin, bago natin binigay yung puso natin kay Jesus, nagdalawang isip tayo eh. Bakit? How many times ko nang narinig ito, kahit wala namang kami sinasabi, sinasabi na, Naku, pagka binigay mo yung, binigay ko itong buhay ko kay Jesus, bawal nang magpunta ng ganito, bawal nang mag-inom ng ganyan, bawal nang mambabae, ba- lahat bawal eh. Sa inyong mga born again, puro bawal. Wala naman ako kami sinasabing bawal, pero wala naman kami sinasabing pwede. Baka ma-miscote ako eh. It's a matter of your personal conviction, and that conviction must be based on God's word. Hey, kung kami hiyo ang magsasabi, oh, wag mong gawin ito, wag mong gawin dyan. Pagka naandyan dyan, kami hindi nyo gagawin. Pero pagka wala na kami, gagawin ninyo. Pero kapag ka ginawa niyo para kay Lord, kahit saan kayo naroon, hindi nyo nagagawin. Bakit? Dahil kasi ginawa niyo yun para kay Lord. Amen? So yung pagbabago, nagmula, nanggaling sa inyong puso, hindi dahil sa sinabi namin mga pastor. Nandyan po kayo? So, Talaga sa totoo lang, lahat tayo, walang exempted dito, kahit i-deny mo kapatid, walang exempted May mga panahon na nag-struggle tayo sa buhay natin. Ayun na nga lang, tights mo eh. Bibigay ko ba o hindi? Laban-laban ba o bawi-bawi? Di ba? May mga ganun tayo sa buhay natin, nagtatalo yung ating damdamin. Jesus Christ was in that moment of struggle as well. 
Pero ang kainaman dito po sa John 17 verse 19, sabi, For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. Ano pong ibig sabihin nun? Pinapaging banal ko yung aking sarili. Ibig sabihin, Jesus Christ went through the process of pressure and yet remained holy. So that those people who will believe in Him later would also be sanctified. Adyan po kayo. Imagine niyo kung si Jesus nagkasala, tinanggap niyo siya as Lord and Savior. O paano mo masasabing... Magandang music yan ah. Sacrifice na lang natin yan, parapol natin. Okay. Now, sabi for them, I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. May dahilan kung bakit. Now, anong lesson makikita po natin dito? Sacrifice ultimately means setting aside our own will to let God's will prevail. Tandaan po ninyo, hindi pa pwedeng mag-prevail ang will ni Lord kung ngayon dyan pa rin kayo. Iisa lang ang upuan ng trono. Mamimili ka kung sinong ilalagay mo ron. Yung sarili mo o si Lord. Sinong paupuyin nyo sa trono ng buhay nyo? Pero hindi kayo makasagot. Nag-i-struggle na kayo eh. Ha? Iisa lang ang upuan sa trono. Hindi dalawang trono, hindi tatlo. Isa lang. Mamimili ka lang kung sinong paupuyin mo sa trono ng buhay mo. Si Lord o ikaw. Oh, very good. Sumagot na kayo. Nakapag-decide na rin kayo. Okay. Now, another lesson. God's will has greater value with positive repercussions in the long run. Maring sabihin mo ngayon, sinasakripisyo ko ito. But you know what? If you obey the Lord, later on you will see and you will realize ang pinili mo ay higit na mas mainam. Dahil hindi lamang ngayon ang buti niyan hanggang sa mga susunod na panahon. How many times I made several decisions together with my wife. Napakahirap but we have, we had to do it. And later on, when we obeyed God, later on, we saw that the decision that we made was true, uh, was correct. Dahil hindi mo maaaring makita mo ngayon kung ano, but later on, malalaman mo, basta sumunod ka lamang kay Lord. Si Abraham duman sa matinding pressure, sinabi ng Diyos, ialay mo ang iyong isang anak, nag-iisang anak, ang minamahal mong anak. Isa lang naman talaga yung talagang tunay na anak ni Abraham at that particular moment. Tunay na anak niya sa kanyang tunay na asawa. Paano niya igigibap ito? But Abraham responded in faith. Na-extract sa kanya, na-inapply siya ng pressure. Ang na-extract kay Abraham ay faith. He trusted in God. Kaya naman nung papatay niya na yung kanyang anak, ano sabi ni Lord? Huwag mo nang ituloy. Nakita na ang iyong pananampalataya. Moses was asked by God to go to his people to leave Egypt. Anong lumabas kay Moses? Lumabas yung katas ng obedience. Sumunod siya. Hindi yung katas ng pleasure ng mundo. Lumabas yung Si Joseph, nung tinutokso siya ni Mrs. Potiphar, it was a great pressure. Pressure and pleasure. Pero anong ginawa ni Joseph? Tumakbo siya, iniwanan niya, pinili niya ang kalooban ng Panginoon. Anong ibig sabihin? When he was under pressure, ang lumabas kay Joseph is faithfulness with God. Ano kaya yung lalabas sa buhay natin kapag inaplayan tayo ng pressure? Remember this, God's will has greater value with positive repercussions in the long run. Greater responsibility demands greater accountability. Kung ikaw pinagkatiwalaan ng malaki, kailangan ng matuto, mag-a-account ka kasi sa anumang bagay na pinagkatiwala sa iyo. Si Jesus pinagkatiwala sa Kanya ang tupa ng Diyos. Kaya ginampanan niya ng buong husay yung Kanyang responsibilidad. The higher a leader goes to the ladder of position, the more crucial his decision becomes. Ang supervisor may dinidesisyonan. Marami. 
pero hindi ganun ka-crucial kaysa sa manager. Pero kapag ka naging vice president ka o naging president ka, mas konti ang dinidesisyonan mo, pero mas crucial sa kabuuan ng kumpanya. Si Jesus, kung siya ay umurong, palagay niyo anong repercussion nun? Buong sangkatauhan, walang kaligtasan. Naroon pa rin tayo sa ating kasalanan. The temporal and permanent consequences of sin or the temporal or the eternal consequences of sin would still be there. Naroon pa rin tayo sa kasalanan natin, wala pa rin tayong eternal life, nasa dating buhay pa rin nila tayo, yun ang magiging epekto. That's why Jesus knew the effect kung siya ay uurong. Sa Matthew 26 verse 53 to 54, maaaring tinatanong nyo, si Jesus ba pwede ba kumurong? O ito sagot. Sabi ni Jesus una, Do you think I cannot call on my Father and He will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then would the Scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? Yung mga humuhuli kay Jesus, pwedeng sa isang kisap mata, magpadala ang Ama ng 12 legions of angels at patayin lahat yun. Palagay nyo, kaya yun? Kaya ng Diyos, anak ng Diyos eh. Pero hindi niya ginawa. Na, ito pa, John 10, 18. No one takes, no one takes it from me, yung kanyang buhay. But I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. So si Jesus, pwede palang umurong. At kung siya yung hindi siya actually magkakasala. Prerogative niya yun because that's the command that he received from the Father. Pero tayo, posibleng magdusa. Kaya nga sacrifice, sinakripisyo ni Jesus, yung kanyang sarili. Pwede siyang umurong. Pwede siyang wag nang tumuloy. That's the command he received from the Father. Pero mas minabuti niyang tumuloy. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil mahal ka niya. Dahil mahal niya ang bawat isa sa atin. Amen? Amen. Dahil sa iyo, kapatid. Dahil sa ating lahat. Let's look at the moment of submission. And I think we should also come to this moment ng buhay natin. Sabi ng verse 41 to 49, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men keep watch with me for one, for one hour? He asked Peter, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. May batayan ba yung sinasabi ni Jesus, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak? At that particular moment, nararanasan niya na. At alam niya, mararanasan din ng kanyang mga disciples. Kaya sinasabi niya na, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pero alam niyo, nakita niya yung mga disipulo niya na tutulog. Tutulog-tulog. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Baka natutulog yan. Sabi mo, watch and pray. In verse 42, sabi, He went away a second time, sabi niyo, second time, and prayed, My Father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Yun yung number one consideration na may your will be done. And let's look at what happened. When he came back, he again found them sleeping. Talagang paano ka mamamotivate? Yung mga kasama mo, puro natutulog. Papasalamot ako sa mga intercessors natin dito, laging gising. Amen. Parakpakan naman natin sila. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time. Pangatlo na. 
So when he was really in a moment of struggle, but this time, umabot ng ikatlong ulit. And what's in Hebrew literature, ang ibig sabihin po ng third time means finality. Jesus already considered the will of the Father to obey the will of the Father in his life. Submission also means surrender, yield, accept, and obey. When you come to God, this is a moment what we submit all our, our everything, our ego, our pride, our time, our resources, we surrender it to God. And when you surrender everything to God, kita po ninyo yung yellow light, sumakop, sasakop siya sa buong pagkataon natin. It's only when we are going to experience the fullness of God's will to happen in our lives. Hindi mo po pwedeng ito yung gusto ko and yet you experience the will of God. You have to give up your own will so you can experience the will of God. Sabi ni John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's actually the decision of Jesus. That's why he was called the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And if we could look at the lesson of that, prayer is not influencing God but aligning with Him. Kasi nagpipray tayo, Lord, itong gusto ko, ito ang gusto ko. Prayer is not like that. Prayer is, Lord, ito yung kalooban mo, ito pong mangyari sa akin. Kasi may nag, nakausap ako, sabi niya, Pastor, kasamaan loob ko kay Lord. Kaya bakit? Kasi tagal-tagal ko na pinagpipray itong lalaki na ito. Sabi ko, Lord, siya na gusto ko. Siya na napili ko. Pero kalooban mo po rin ang siyang maganap. Pastor, after one year ng pagpipray, napunta siya sa iba. Bakit ganun si Lord? Sabi ko, ano bang prayer mo? Inulit niya sa akin yung prayer niya. Answered prayer ka. Alam mo kung bakit? Dahil sabi mo, kalooban ni Lord ang mangyari. Kung di siya kalooban na sa'yo, may the best na kalooban ng Panginoon para sa'yo. Amen. The best way to align with God is to yield unto Him. Suko mo, kapatid. Huwag ka makipaglaban. The starting point of victory is when you surrender yourself to God. The best sacrifice that a leader can make is not to give his life for others, but to obey the will of God at all costs. You may have a lot of things to sacrifice, but God will demand your obedience rather than your sacrifice. And this is the best sacrifice, Isaiah 51 verse 17. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart you, God, will not despise. This is actually the prayer of David when he sinned against God. Hindi siya nagmatigas. Sabi niya, I have sinned against the Lord. Then he prayed and fast. He fasted. He bowed down to his knees and seek God and asked for forgiveness. It was a tremendous pressure but he decided to submit and surrender himself to God. Hindi ko po alam ang situation ninyo, but it is always better that whatever situation tayo ngayon, we come to God with a submissive heart, with a surrendered heart. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. To learn more about leadership, we encourage you to join a victory group today. Visit and inquire at the concierge or simply request for one at www.victoryalabang.org or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.